What is up and welcome back to Think Like Me or Don't. My name is Brett Martineau and I am your host and you are listening to the Monday Morning Coffee edition of Think Like Me or Don't. In fact, season three is, as I've mentioned before, going to be featuring content from the morning, Monday Morning Coffee show, which is hosted on YouTube. So before we dive into this week's episode, I just want to do a couple of shout outs to me, mostly. Uh, check out the website, brettmarno.com. Sign up for the newsletter so you can always be uh, reminded of the content that's being released. There's lots other con- lots of other content besides just this show that's getting put out every week. So check that out. Secondly, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the Facebook page, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at brettwardjames in all of those places. Um, and lastly, but definitely not leastly, check out travelsandtransitions.com to learn more about all of the travels and transitions that we do. It's good times. And now without any further ado, here's the show. Now you are here, uh, hopefully because my, the, the links that brought you here were intriguing enough. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I have this, this thing in my head that I've been thinking through and kind of coming up with that I've only explained to a couple of people, and I, it, I just figured it was time to share it with everybody. So the idea is uh, one wife, one mistress, one vice. And uh, this is, <laughs> I, I named the things that way specifically because I want to get you thinking about these different things. So let me back up a little bit. I need to tell you kind of the backstory of why this came to be, where this came from, and why you should really care about it. So I don't, if you know me, you may know this about me, but if you don't, I am not somebody who really enjoys saying no. Um, I'm, I just like accepting challenges. In fact, any new challenge, regardless of how, how much I think I'm capable of, of taking it on, I, um, it doesn't really matter. I just say yes to everything because I, I want the challenge. I want to try new things. I want to see new things. I want to see what I'm capable of. And also, uh, I think there's probably a, a, a psychological uh, block that I have too, where I'm just not capable of like just saying no, because I feel like I, I need to say yes to everything in order to so other people will like me. But anyway, we can dive into my own psychology later. But as you can probably imagine, saying yes to everything uh, just leads to a lot of, um, uh, just makes everything stressful. You know, there's not enough time to do all the things. And so what ends up happening is when you're trying to do, when you're trying to say yes to everything and do all of the things, all the things that you're trying to do, you can no longer really do them that well. So where before, if maybe you're doing one or two things, you could really dig and focus your time on those things and do them well. When you're trying to do 100 things, none of the things actually get done. First of all, they never get done. And second of all, they don't get done very well. And so um, I, as, as in, a, in a, a rare moment of sanity in my head, uh, this is probably eight months ago, I sat down and I was thinking, man, there's, I'm, there's too much stuff that I'm trying to do. And by the way, just as a caveat, I'm not explaining this concept or going through this because I feel like I've mastered this whole process because I'm still terrible. <laughs> I still say yes to everything. But, uh, but I wanted to share the, the thought just to see if it made sense to anybody else. So a while ago, I started to think, man, I'm doing too much. I'm, tr- I'm saying yes to too many things. I need to start saying no to things. And, uh, and it actually what really ca- catalyzed that was that I, um, I uh, read an article or 
if I'm honest, I skimmed the article, but I read a part of an article from the American Psychological Association that said that, that multitasking is actually not a thing. Nobody's capable of doing more than one thing at once. All they're capable of doing is switching back and forth between tasks quickly. But the, what they talked about is that there's a cost to switching back and forth between tasks. And that really clicked with me. And I think that, like, I, I really like that because I find it to be so true. Anytime I'm in the middle of something and then I realize I need to go do something else, like, it, there's, there's a, I'm, I'm less, I, I don't want to go do the other thing because I'm in the middle of, of the thing that I'm trying to do and it's hard to continue, you know, to jump into the next thing and I just feel more tired with the more things that I'm trying to do. And so as I was thinking about this and remembering that article, it clicked for me that um, what I needed to do was instead of, instead of trying to do a, a bunch of different things, I needed to get organized, right? So that was the first thing. I needed to realize that I needed to get organized so that I wasn't just wasting all this energy switching back and forth between things. Well, the crazy thing is I realized that when I, when I deal with like my projects or my task management, uh, the, the, the second piece of this that I realized was that I, I don't treat my work life the same way that I treat, my, treat like my hobbies or my, my personal life. So instead of, uh, I may set goals um, or metrics for myself in my work life, but I don't do the same thing in my personal life or, or in, with the hobbies that I'm doing. Like I just treat them all differently. So now, as I started thinking about this, I realized that I wasn't multitasking just between tasks, but I was multitasking, I was switching between task systems, which I know for most of you it's like, okay, you're splitting hairs here, but for me it's a big deal. Like it's a, it's a huge difference between having to manage what I need to do and, and having the system of how I manage those things being different. So it's like when I'm in work mode, I go to this task list and this is how I do things. When I'm in home mode, I have to remember things because that's just the way that I've done it. And when I'm in hobby mode, I, I don't even think about it, right? That, that tended to be what, I was, what was happening with me. So I realized I needed to uh, unify all of my systems and that led me to, to, to realize that I, that was like really where it became apparent that I was trying to do too much. Because I just decided, all right, let's just take everything that I'm trying to do, all of my little projects, my hobby projects, my work projects, my home life projects, all that stuff. Let's just put it all into one big pile as I used, when I used to clean my room when I was a kid, I would literally just take all the things from everywhere and dump them in a pile in the middle and then organize them from there. And then stuff that needed to be thrown away got thrown away and stuff that needed to be organized in a certain place got put in a place. Um, and so that's what I was doing with these different projects and tasks. And we're, I mean, I, I, for the longest time, had the longest list of like what I call back burner projects. So it's things that I wasn't currently really working on but that I kind of wanted to. And that in the back of my head, I was like, I'll get to this eventually. You know, things like going back to school and getting my law degree and uh, starting a band. And uh, I, I thought about starting a local community choir. Um, there's, there's a list as long as your arm of things that I was, uh, that I thought I was going to, was going to go do. And as I made this, this, I started to organize them and put them into a, like a linear list this way, I started to realize that there were only a few of them that I cared enough about to really like that I could say that I, that I was passionate about them because I wanted to list them in order from I don't want to die having not done this to or I don't want to die having not done this or uh, I need to do this in order to not die <laughs> all the way to I could 
you know, give or take. This, is, this would be fun. This would be cool, but it's not really that important to me. And so um, when I did that, I realized um, that the stuff that was really important to me uh, required a lot of time. And the problem was that because I had these other things on my list, even though they were on the back burner, they were on my list and I would spend time thinking about them. And if we remember before, thinking about them in different ways because there were different systems of keeping track of these things that I was using. What ended up happening, what I realized was that if I kept all those things on the back burner, they would detract more from what I actually wanted to do than they would give me any sort of pleasure or I would realize any kind of actual goal from them. So essentially it was like I was wasting time just thinking about them. So I went through and after I put these in order, I just basically made a line in the sand. Well, on my paper, it wasn't in the sand, but I made a line that said, I'm not going to do any of these things anymore. So the band thing, out the window. The going back to law school, out the window. Um, going back and teaching Russian, going back and, uh, and coming up, building a guitar teaching school, and like all these different types of things, just got rid of them. And it came down to uh, there were four things that I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to like leave out were these four things. The first was Sue and the bear, the uh, wick, who I think you can actually see back there. Yeah, he's very important. Uh, the second was um, marketing, but really only because that's in the I have to do this in order to survive category. Um, because, frankly, if, if it was up to me, I wouldn't do it at all. But that's how I make money. Um, and then Muay Thai, which is like the lifeblood. It's what gives me like drive. And then music, which is like an expressive thing. And when I looked at those four things, I realized... If I only did these four things, if, if my mind was only occupied with these four things, two things would happen. One, it would take up 100% of my waking hours uh, and, and more, probably. Like, I, I wouldn't have enough time to really sink into just those four. And two, uh, if I was able to divide my time correctly between those four, I would be satisfied. Like, if I was able to put time towards my relationships and the dog, obviously, uh, and marketing so I can make money, and music and Muay Thai just to like fuel my desire, my drive, um, then I, I, would, I would be satisfied with life and I would feel good about what I was doing and, and everything would be good. So as I started to look at those things, I realized each of those, each of those different projects, I call them, uh, happen to sit in a different aspect of life. So marketing obviously is work. Uh, Sue and the bear are like personal family life. And then my hobbies are Muay Thai and music. And I'm kind of cheating because I, I, can't, I can't just pick one. <laughs> uh, you're gonna, in a second, I'm going to explain why there can only be one. But for me, because I came up with it, I, I get to cheat. So then I realized that, that those were hobbies. And then I had my personal life. And then I had uh, work life. And I realized that if I could spend all my time just on those, basically those three categories, and, if, and, and only having one or two things in the hobby category, then the truth is, I, I pro it's probably true that people in general can only really have three or four main things that they're focused on at any given time. And as I started thinking, and I overthink everything, but I think it's fun because then I come up with cool metaphors, like the one I'm about to explain to you. Um, so uh, as I explain this metaphor, I just want you to realize uh, this is not meant to be misogynistic. This is not meant to be, ta I'm not talking about marriage or fidelity or about you know, like being depraved. This is, this is just a metaphor, okay? So just follow with me. So a man in his life, a person in their life, is allowed at one time, one wife, one mistress, 
and one vice. And the way this works is the man uh, is committed to his wife. The wife is the person that the man comes home to. It's the person that he builds a family with, that he builds a home with, uh, the person that supports him, the person that he supports. It's, this, is the, this is the relationship or the project that uh, is true to his heart. It's what gives him drive. It's what gives him purpose. It's why he gets up in the morning is for the wife. Um, at the same time, sometimes it turns out that the man needs a little distraction from the wife. Again, metaphor. And so he has a mistress. Now, the mistress's job in the man's life is to provide him with that distraction, with that release from, uh, I don't want to say the monotony, but monotony of the same project that he's working on, this, that same relationship. But he's not committed to the mistress in the same way that he's committed to the wife. The mistress is something that's just like a distraction. It's some, something or someone that, that comes and goes. Uh, if he finds that the mistress is not, is, like if he changes and finds that the mistress no longer fits with what he wants to do, he can move on and, and find another one. But it's something to distract him from, uh, and, and, con and at the same time as distracting him, to get, remind him why he's so f passionate and focused on the wife. Right? So it's this sort of side thing that's a little bit of a distraction that kind of pulls attention away, but it creates positive tension. And that positive tension is what, is what reinforces his relationship with the wife, but also which, that gives him kind of like a creative outlet to go and do other things. Um, now, sometimes, sometimes the man realizes about himself that the mistress is something that he enjoys or that he is more passionate about than the wife, in which case the mistress becomes the wife and then something else comes in to take the place of the mistress. It's just, again, placeholder values. Whatever it is that you're focused on in that particular moment, that becomes, that becomes the wife. Now, the vice is interesting because the vice is something that, he, that the man keeps to himself. The vice is not something that's shared with somebody else. It's not something he's trying to build with somebody else. It's not really necessarily something that he's trying to make public. The vice is something that he has for himself. He keeps it to himself, and he doesn't overindulge because he understands that, that abuse of the vice just makes, just makes bad habits. <laughs> it creates addictions that aren't, that aren't healthy. It's the, the, the vice is something that he goes to when he needs some alone time, when he needs to be by himself, and it's just it's the thing that gives him that additional drive uh, to put everything together. Now, the interesting thing is that a man needs all three. All three of them create balance. And the balance is what keeps him focused on the wife. It keeps him uh, it, keep focused on really what's most important to him, which is the wife, but also gives him an outlet, an outlet to go and, and mess around with some other idea, some other project, and also the vice is what gives him, it was what grounds him in who he is. It's what allows him to find his center, to find out what he actually wants to do and what he's trying to do. And so the metaphor, obviously, when you come back, is at any one given time, a human, a person, is allowed to have one in each of these three categories. So you have something that drives your passion, something that drives your purpose. It's the reason why you get up. It's the reason why you do things. This isn't, a lot of times this is your job. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes your job is just a means to an end. Sometimes your job is the mistress because the mistress is just something that distracts you from what you're really trying to do, but it gives you, there's the, the benefit of the mistress is that it gives you something on top of that. And then vices tend most of the time to be hobbies because they're things that you sort of keep to yourself that you're not really trying to go and make a career out of or make a bunch of money off of. It's just something that you want to do for you. 
And so uh, uh, when you think about, the thing about, for me, is that when I've started to think about my life and what I want to do in these three categories, it helps me to focus and realize, okay, in my life right now, let's be honest. If I was to look at my life in the last, let's say look over the last 30 days, think about where I put my time and my focus, where I, where I focused my energy and my attention and my passion. What of the projects that I have undertaken is the wife to me? What, what's, what actually is that? And in the same token, what's the mistress? What have, I, what have I put my attention towards? What's really gotten my passion? And what's been the distraction? And then what are the things that I'm using uh, as, what are the, my, the vices, the things that I'm sort of keeping to myself? And the real question you have to ask is, are the vices being kept to yourself and are you abusing them? Because if you're abusing them, they become addictions and that's not healthy. And is the mistress taking more of your attention than the wife is? Because if that's so, then the mistress is actually the wife and the wife is the mistress. And if that's not the way that you want it to be, then you have to think about the actions that you're actually taking. Because what you do is gonna indicate what's actually important to you. So moving forward, as you, as you look back and you think about, okay, this is what I've been doing over the last, like, in fact, I would do that. Over the last three weeks, what have you really put your focus and attention to? What have you really been passionate about? What's really gotten you up in the morning? That becomes, that sits in the wife category. And then what's the thing that's distracted you from all of that, that's kept pulling you away? And is there an unhealthy balance between those two? Okay, put that in that category. And then what are your vices? Are you abusing them? Are you underutilizing them? Like what's actually happening there? And then start to make decisions about, okay, for the next six months or the next, even the next six weeks, what do I need to do to make sure that what's in the wife category is actually what I want to be there? Make sure that the thing that you think is most important to you is because of what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, after those six weeks, the only thing that's going to matter is what you did for the last six weeks. So if you go into it and you just sort of do, 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 uh, that's fine, except you might be surprised to find out what you're actually, what you actually value and what's actually important to you. Because if you look back, that's what's actually going to tell you that. Anyway, uh, it's just an interesting framework, uh, a different way of thinking about the, the things that you put your attention towards, the things that occupy your mind and your time and especially your mental energy. And I think if you do that exercise of discovering what really is most important to you and, just, and, and compartmentalizing things down into realizing that you, know, you really can only focus on those three things at any given time. Um, so, hope that made sense to you. If you are, uh, I, I, do that exercise, and if you do that, put in the comments below what, what, uh, what yours are, and, uh, and let's start a conversation about it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, other things, uh, subscribe wherever this is. This is probably going to be displayed to you in, uh, on the podcast and also in, on YouTube and Facebook and a bunch of other places. So, subscribe to the channel wherever you're at. Um, check back to brettmarno.com for more content, and we will see you all later. Hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I enjoyed making it. Remember, subscribe here on your favorite podcasting channel. Also, check out the website, brettmartineau.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Go to at Brett James on all of the social medias. See you next week.